Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Georgia. Today is Friday, May 8th, and we're super, super excited because as the world knows, especially the world in America, we are celebrating Mother's Day on Sunday. And um, I want to say thank you and happy Mother's Day, first of all, to all the moms um, around the world that might be tuning in now or later. We appreciate you. We adore you. Uh, To be a mom is the hardest, toughest job in the world. And As many of my listeners know, I'm a mom, and um, I just want to say Happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in to our show with with Victoria Rowell. Um, She knows she was on The Young and Restless. We had the show this Wednesday, and um, it was pretty interesting. (laughs) A lot of people listened in, and um, if you haven't heard the show, go to MGM Radio on blogtalkradio.com. And tune in and, and let me know your thoughts about that show um, She Just let me know your thoughts It was interesting But today I'm so excited about our guest Because I'm a fan I was so impressed with all the stuff she does And you know I'm going to give her her fabulous MGN introduction Like I always do um, But first I want to say thank you to everybody Who's getting excited about our conference um, Dare to Aspire 2015, which is going to be held in Atlanta. It's going to be super amazing. We're doing the product launch of Hair Yum, which is the vegan hair care line. We're doing that Friday. It's going to be about hair and beauty and celebrities, and it's going to be fun. And then Saturday, of course, we have our conference from 9 to 5, and that's going to be amazing. And I can't wait, um, and we're excited about that. So thank you to all our fans that follow Dare to Aspire on social media, as well as my good nanny, um, we really, really appreciate that. And if you're new to the show, MGM Radio is an extension of My Good Nanny. We interview celebrity guests, working moms and dads, anything that's of the parenting community. We are the number one show on Block Talk Radio with over 30,000 listeners worldwide. And so thank you. And um, so without further ado, I want to get into it because, like I always say, please. Grab your pen and paper, um, because all our guests are just simply amazing, and um, we we know you're going to learn, right? So let me um, let me introduce our speaker, Elena Fernandez. She's known as the Positive Mom. 
She is a blogger. She's a best-selling author. She's a speaker, an award-winning success guide. This vegan Latina homeschooling wife and mom went from homeless and penniless after getting a divorce to becoming one of the key Latina mommy bloggers and social influencers. She has been featured on national and international media, sharing her expertise about motherhood, mommypreneurship, and motivation, and has been recognized for her support of early childhood education. I'm so impressed. She travels nonstop. I mean, she travels the globe. She's been invited to speak at numerous conferences, sharing her expertise. And I love the fact that, you know, if you go to her website, thepositivemom.com, you'll see her picture, very pretty, and she's a mog, which is a mom of girls, M-O-G, for those who might not know, it's a term in the parenting community, but, um, and she's just really great, and um, I can't wait to introduce her, and so let me connect her right now, so give me a second. Hi, Elena. Hi, Tosi. How are you doing today? Oh, fine. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is an honor to be here with you in the audience. I um, pray that we can inspire everyone to live higher and, and dream bigger. Oh, I love it. I love it. And thank you for taking your time out. Um, of your busy schedule, because I know you've been at numerous, I mean, I follow her on Twitter, at The Positive Mom, (laughs) and you've been at numerous conferences all around the world. I mean, wow. So thank you. So let's get right to it. Um, Why don't you tell us about yourself? I mean, I did a kind of summary, but tell us about yourself and how you started this award-winning blog, The Positive Mom. Well, you know, um, to talk about that, I would have to back, go back in time, <laughs> and basically, it all started one night uh, on October night, in which I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and found out that I was all alone with my two little girls in a room that was about 100 square feet. And I figured that my then-husband left us, and I didn't know what I was going to do. And for you to realize what that moment was like for me, I had been staying home with the girls. They were one and two. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I didn't know how to drive. And therefore, I didn't have a driver's license. I didn't have a bank account. I didn't have family around. And I didn't know how I was going to pay for this room that was $75 a week. Uh, Because we had moved there temporarily, I thought, we were going to be closing on a house. So so in that moment, I felt fear. I felt uncertainty. I felt 
like I was worthless, like my life was over. And if you're listening, I'm sure that whether you have been through the same experience of a relationship that ends or poverty or, you know, just something really big that has happened in your life or whether it's something that doesn't seem that tragic. I know that you have been in a place of fear and uncertainty and darkness. And so that was what it was like for me. And I know that we're going to talk about how that evolved and, and, and everything that happened since then, but, but my motivation is to teach women how to go from those moments of darkness to find the light, to create balance, joy, and success on their own terms, because I believe that I was inspired with the answers to and the formula to do that in my life. Wow, that's powerful. So let's paint the scene, right? You're from the lovely um, Dominican Republic. Um, at yes. the time, could you speak? You could speak English and Spanish at the time when you came to America, or was it only Spanish? Well, that that is an interesting question because we haven't discussed this before. But you know, I knew English, and I'll tell you a little story about that. So. I grew up in the beautiful Dominican Republic. I love my home. And um, when we were growing up, we had really nothing. We had we had to fetch our own water in, in a nearby river. We barely had electricity, and our toys came from the trash. So Wow. Yes. So we lived by a dumpster. Um, that was our favorite exploring camp, <laughs> and uh, and so basically we went to this place and I found a gift. I found a treasure, and that was a highlight magazine. And have, are you familiar with those? So see, they yes, usually yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it was a soggy magazine, and you can imagine all this trash and and the smell and the the heat of the sun. So it wasn't really great surroundings. But when I saw this with my brother, um, I said to him, wow, look at the faces of these kids. Look at, you know, what they're wearing. They have jeans. They, they, they have sneakers. They have soccer balls. And not only that, but look at the joy in their faces and look at the time that they have to share that with their parents. So I saw a vision at that moment, seven years old, and I said to my brother, I've got it. In order for us to have this life and to be like them and to experience what they experience, we need to learn this language. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And that's when I started, you know, saving, saving money and doing little entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial endeavors so when I was 11, I was able to enroll myself in English classes. So because of that vision uh, that I had, that revelation and that inspiration, you know, where God was showing me, you know, the preparation for that moment that was going to come. And, and of course, I didn't know that, but I know it now because I can put the pieces of the puzzle together. So that was when he inspired me to learn this language. So when I moved here back in uh, 2001, I was fluent in the English language. Oh, wow. 
That is amazing. Amazing, amazing story. We're live with Elena Fernandez chatting about, you know, and trying to motivate women to achieve joy, balance, and success in motherhood and mommypreneurship. We're going to be back in one minute. We've got to pay some bills. We'll be back in less than two minutes. Thank you. Hair Yum is the fastest-growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. What's your favorite Mexican dish? Ever wanted to learn how to cook Mexican food from scratch? Well, you're in luck. Chef Hidalgo, the author of Basics to Cooking Mexican Food from Scratch, has created a cooking blog where he will teach you how to cook Mexican food from scratch. Simply go to www.diymexifood.com and create your free membership account. You'll find helpful articles recipes, product reviews, and videos. So why wait? Create your account and get started today. No strings attached. www.diymexifood.com Awesome. We are back live chatting with the Positive Mom, author, best-selling um, blogger, speaker. So we were just chatting about your childhood, growing up poor. You've seen the magazine. You, you know, inspired to learn English. And you come over here. And just to, for those who might be joining, so you're here with your two small kids. You're in a small, shabby apartment. And your husband at the time just doesn't come home and leaves you with the kids? Is that what you're telling me? And you didn't have a job? Absolutely, yes. So um, he left me a letter. I found a letter that said that he wasn't coming back and um, exhorting me to go back to the Dominican Republic. Of course, I couldn't do that because, you know, you can't just pick up and go with two kids um, without their father and take him out of the country. So I had to restart my life from scratch and and pick up the pieces um, because I really didn't know what to do at that moment. I, I didn't really know uh, what it was like to be a single mom, especially in a foreign country. And I was actually just starting my, my life and my journey as a mother. Uh, my babies were one and two, so I was still trying to figure out motherhood as well. Wow, wow. So did he did he run back to, to Dominican? Is that what it was? Or he just, did you ever find out what happened to him? Uh, well, no, he was from here, and that was the reason why I ended up moving to the United States. I started coming here for uh, work and travel programs with my, my college. Um, but then, you know, fell in love, got married, and decided, okay, then it's time to move to, to the to the United States. So, so no, I um, it's been ten years, and we have not seen him, and it's it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Wow. Okay, so now you you pick what a lot of moms are out there are single moms and maybe facing this sort of thing. Maybe their husband has left, or they're single moms trying to make ends meet. How did you make the transition, and what key things did you do to go from 
you know, the shabby one apartment to being, you know, a top key influencer? Can you share some tips? Absolutely. Well, you know, the the first thing that happened in that moment of darkness is that I was feeling very sorry for myself. I I felt shame and guilt and and really desperation, as you can imagine, and and that took me down on the ground, and, and I was just in the fetal position crying to myself. I think I wasn't even crying because I had so much shock. But what I what happened in that moment is the same thing that happened pretty much at the dumpster when I was little. I was able to find the treasure in my personal dumpster. I looked up and I looked around. And what I saw, Tosi, because we were in a very tiny little efficiency, um, was two little angels. And I, I shifted my focus toward them, and then I figured out, you know what? Uh, my life is not over. This is a new beginning. And he didn't take everything and leave me with nothing. He actually left the best part. And even though I was really angry and I was really, you know, just frustrated and and feeling defeat, I actually felt, you know, the the little mustard seed of faith that and the gratitude that filled me. So I was able to move from the frustration and the darkness to see actually the light. So the first tip is obviously to look around, to look up and to embrace the things that you already have. Maybe you feel that there there is a lack in your heart or in your pocket or in your surrounding, but really there is so much more that you can be grateful for. So that was the first thing that happened. Then the second thing that happened is that after I felt that, you know, that little bit of light come in, I started accessing a vision of what was possible. So, you know, I, what I thought about is, like, my two babies, you know, now that they're going to be sad like I am or they're going to be suffering like I am. And then I said to myself, you know, what if that doesn't have to happen? What if they can actually live their highlights life, and you know, from the magazine? What if they can experience joy? What if they can be successful? What if my girls never have to suffer because of this happening? And so... It, it's a powerful question. What if? What are the possibilities? What is it that I want to create in my life? What is it that, you know, God has put in my mind? Because I have the firm belief that if God gives you a vision, he gives you the provision to make that happen. So, Wow, I love that. I love that. If God, that's a tweetable, a dare to aspire if you're following, <laughs> I'm going to tweet that. If God gives you a vision... He gives you the provision. But a lot of people, Elena, will say, you know, that's great, but, you know, can she share, like, in terms of money, you know, what what did you do? Did you work a job and, and hustle on the side? Like, what kind of, you know, real action steps did you do to move from homelessness to key influencer? I love that because, you know, I, what you're sharing is, you know, a lot of times we focus on the money and how we, you know, how I got that bank account and put money in it. But, you know, it's really important to know that the money comes after the mindset shift. 
So I'm going to repeat that because it needs to become everybody's mantra. The money comes after the mindset shift. Because, you know, I was laying on the ground feeling sorry for myself, thinking I have nothing. And then I started feeling grateful, and I started accessing a vision from God. And then the next thing that happened to me is that instead of creating, you know, like a list of things that I was going to do, like a to-do list, I created a to be list. And so Oh, I love that. Came, yeah, that is where the power came. You know, I decided to be positive. I decided to be empowered. I decided to be successful. So before you can make the money and I'm gonna share those tips of course, you need to decide what is it that you want to become and how are you going to embody the person that makes that money? Because you know what? I have yet to meet a wealthy and super healthy, a person that embodies abundance in their life that does not have a powerful mindset. They're not laying on the ground feeling sorry for themselves like I was in that moment. Yes, they do experience those moments of darkness, but they then take their power back and decide to create a different life. So the first thing to attract money in your life is to change your mindset and to understand that money is available and that money is is attracted to you and that money is your birthright. So, um, of course, I did take a job. Um, that was the thing that, that you do, right? You take a nine-to-five, and I, I absolutely was, I was grateful for that. Um, my brother was my fairy god brother <laughs> in my fairy tale life because he actually sold everything um that he had and and also sent me his life savings you know that that dominican pesos when you translate them so to speak to dollars um it, it takes a lot of pesos to make 1 dollar so so he was um, he's, I was able to buy a little car, or like we call in Florida where I lived, a transportation. <laughs> <laughs> and and basically, um, the way I found a job is I used to walk with my double stroller to the library, send phone numbers and fax numbers to my sister in the Dominican Republic, and she would fax those people my resume those potential employers. So so it took a team, you know, and it does take a village. We don't do anything by ourselves. We always need to embrace and to accept and receive the support of other people because if I stood before you and told you, oh, I am so amazing and I did this on my own, then I would be a complete hypocrite. Number one, I know that that God made possible these miracles in my life. And, num- and number two, I know that people, even from afar, were motivating me and and, and supporting me and also uh, contributing to the things that I created. Uh, but, of course, when I took this job, I could barely make ends meet. And one thing that happened for me is that I, was, I, I enrolled the girls in child care and I was spending just this, pretty much the same amount of money that I made in child care. And, of course, I was very, very grateful. Um, people that work in child care uh, provider networks uh, have 
my respect in my heart, and I usually speak to their organizations because they make such a difference when we don't have other options. But at the same time, I wanted to create other options. And I saw my employer as my investor in my dream. I like that. I like that. Because a lot of people, Elena, always want to rush so quickly to quit their full-time job. But if you see it as an investment in yourself, because when you work in corporate America, the one thing they do give you is, you know, if you perform, is training, is a, is a salary, is a paycheck. You can save that money. You can take all the training. You can present to all levels of management. Those skills are going to help you when you own a business. Because when you own a business, it's tough. You know, you might, you know, want to get a product in your shop. You're going to have to present. You're going to have to pitch, as they used to call it in GE. You're going to have to pitch, and you're going to have yeah. to know how to talk. So you're absolutely mm-hmm. right, you know. Oh, absolutely. I believe that, you know, having that job was an amazing, an amazing stepping stone into my future. Um, I worked as a receptionist um, at a law firm, so it wasn't a fancy job. Thankfully, I had the English uh, under my belt, but I was able to learn so much about corporate law, about Uh, you know, immigration law that later allowed me to become a a U.S. citizen uh, and also how to do custody and divorce matters that that took me a lot of years to complete, uh, not having a person present to to divorce. (laughs) But um, I, I can't tell you how that was so perfect for me at that moment. So the money was still not there and and the the satisfaction of being with my kids was missing, but I can tell you that we always have to pay a price for success. It doesn't come easy. It is possible, and we all have the potential and the purpose, and the and and I think also the destiny to for greatness and for success. But we need to uh, know that that there's a price to be paid. Yes, no, I definitely agree. We're online with Elena, and I have a question in the on the phone lines, and thanks to everybody that's listening online. Um, we're trying to tweet out as much as we can, and if you're following the Positive Mom and Dare to Aspire, we're trying to tweet out as well. But let me take a call from the phone lines, and then we'll get back to some more questions with Elena. So let me, 864, you're live. Welcome to MGM Radio. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. I admire uh, what has been done by the uh, young lady. Uh, she has taken a negative and put it into a positive. Can we conclude from her case that a lot of people do not succeed in removing themselves from poverty because they don't see the positive side of poverty? There is a pos- uh, positive side, it appears to me, where uh, if you are poor, uh, you can pull yourself up with the help of others. A lot of people reject and become so angry and so bitter that they are afraid to accept any type of blessings that come to them. So I'm very appreciative of her story. I think it is fascinating. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Well, that was more of a comment. Thank you. We appreciate oh. that. Mm-hmm. 
Thank, Thank you. you. I, I'm really honored. And I, and I do agree. I mean, the, I believe that there is opposition and everything, so there's always a bright side to to be found. I recently had um, dental work, and, and I was feeling a little... <laughs> little not happy about that and then I you know I figured out that that I'm getting more health and more more success and 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 as I keep myself healthy I can be more successful and better so in you can find purpose in your pain and and that is my belief a hundred percent I like that. You can find purpose in your pain. We're chatting live with Elena Fernandez, the positive mom, and um, she is a blogger. And a lot of people might say, okay, how do you make money from blogging? You know, I'm a blogger. You're You're a Latina blogger. You've been on Fox. You've been on um, Latina Live, you've been on Mama's Latina, you've been on TBN Network. Before our listeners, can you say what is a blogger and how do you actually make money from blogging? Absolutely. Well, you know, blogging is simply sharing your ideas, sharing your story, sharing um, information, inspiration, and education with others through a website. So basically um, a website that allows you to receive comments from other people. Um, A blog is interactive, so you go there and you can comment, you can like it, you can uh, share with your with your uh, networks online on social media. So that is a blog. A blog is is a place where you you have different entries that become uh, stories and articles that you share with others. So I started doing that uh, because I am passionate about helping moms, and because I have received so many miracles, and I I think that my purpose is to pass it on. And like I said, I went from from once upon a time to happily ever after, and that is why I share the story. But in the, the midst of that, I found out that as an influencer, as a blogger, because people love your authenticity and you, how vulnerable you are and, and when you show that you're not perfect and that you're just, a person that doesn't have it all together and that is in this motherhood journey, um, just take, trying to figure it out like everybody else, um, you create a following. And with that following, you're able to partner with brands so they are able to to um, sponsor your blog. You also have the opportunity to um, partner with websites like Amazon.com and other affiliates where you can get paid commissions because you endorse their products. Um, you can also get opportunities to, um, like you share the, on, on the media, traditional media, and you can also create products, and that's something that I teach moms how to do, how to start public speaking, how to create products that they can sell on their blog, how they can write a book, how they can, um, you know, just really create purpose and balance in their lives through things that they can do from home so that they can stay uh, with their kids and not really spend time with them, but invest time in their relationships. 
invest time. Because, yeah, you homeschool your kids. And when I read that, I was like, she must be out of her mind homeschooling. <laughs> wow. I mean, uh, how do you – I have a brother-in-law that actually homeschools his kids, and I'm just like more power to, to you guys with that homeschool stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the moms out there that might be interested, like what was the main motivation for you homeschooling all of your kids? Well, you know, um, it, it came – from my love for my children and for my love of the the things that I have learned. Of course, you know, we are the sum of our heritage and our decisions. So I know that I wanted to pass on my culture, my language, and, and the lessons that I learned from people like my grandfather, who was an amazing motivator and healer. And so I I was working from home already, um, and they were in private school at the time. And what happened is I, I started to see that we weren't spending as much time together and that they were rushed in the morning. You know, they didn't want to wake up sometimes or, or we had to eat breakfast in the car. And so there are three things that are key, I think, when, when you're raising a family. And I call them the three M's. And I always share them with, with the moms that I mentor and that I speak in front of. And one is family meals. That's the first M. The the second M is mission statement, family mission statement. And the third one is uh, family meetings. So we had really no time to have meals together or to have the meetings, that the weekly meetings that we had set out to do because there was so much that got in the way. So I decided to homeschool so that we could be together and so that I could be their teacher so that they could learn those lessons from from me. And, of course, I thought I was out of my mind, too. (laughs) But but, um, because I I didn't even go to school in the United States, and that's where we live. But um, I understood in my heart, and I, I felt a prompting that, that, you know, God was going to guide me as he always does and that, if if he gave me that vision again, um, he was going to give me the tools and the resources and and put the people and the support around me to make it happen. And and of course, like I said, we don't do it by ourselves, but but we can um, we can follow our dreams and follow those visions as long as we are we are willing to put in the effort. And and it's become easier with the time, and it's become um, something that I'm very passionate about, and it's become really something that my daughters are really excited to to live, and it has given us the flexibility to to create a, a life that we love. They are entrepreneurs, they're authors, they're speakers as well at 11 and 12. So I'm really blessed that they have decided to follow the same path as their mom. No, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And I know some of my moms out there that work a full-time job, you know, come home late, you know, you're just rushing to get the kids, you know, food mm-hmm. and rushing to do homework. They're probably like family meetings, family meals, family mission statement. Yeah. This girl must be dreaming, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I know well, that you know, those are important things. I love that you said that because, you know, um, even when you work outside of the home, it's not so much the time that you spend with them, like I said. It's the time that you invest with them. So if you uh, have a nine-to-five, if you have, if you even work 60 hours a week, 
you still can do those things because you can make them fit into your schedule. And like I said, if you are very purposeful, um, I know a mom that I mentored, and the only time that she really had to spend with her kids was while she was driving places with them. So I said, you know, turn off the radio and turn on, you know, tune in to your kids. Listen to them. Ask them questions. Teach them lessons. And, you know, if you can read a story to them, you can recite a story to them. So basically it's how intentional and how conscious you are. You're going to be able to create those moments, those meaningful moments, uh, no matter what kind of um, time you have. Of course, if you want and crave and desire to stay at home or to homeschool, you can also do that. But there's no guilt in having a career outside of the home. I think that that we are in in a time and, and in a place where we can have it all. Wow, that you we, we are live with the positive mom and time is flying. I knew it would. Um, Elena Fernandez. Just to recap, she's a blogger. She's a key influencer. She's a Latina homeschooling vegan mom, which I love. And um, she's a best-selling author and a speaker. She's a mom of three beautiful girls. And um, we were just talking about homeschooling. Um, Elena, hold on for a minute. We're going to pay some bills, and we'll be right back in less than a minute with MGN Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks. I just discovered a fabulous website. If you're looking for products and articles to support and encourage a clean, organic, and holistic lifestyle, this site sources the best quality organic and eco-friendly products for baby, family, and even your pets. Learn how to grow your own vertical organic garden, purchase a rechargeable handbag, buy organic skincare, cosmetics, and so much more. Do you and your family a favor and go to organicfriendswithaz.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-C-F-R-I-E-N-D-Z.com. Register now for the 5th Annual Dare to Aspire Conference for Women and Mom Entrepreneurs. This two-day event is being held in Atlanta, Georgia on Friday, June 12th and Saturday, June 13th. Check out d2aspire.com. Early registration is on sale now. Limited quantities are available. Register now at d2aspire.com. Thanks, Mom. Like an inspirational emblem, license plate, or pen from Anointed by Grace Designs. And there's no better time than during our Mother's Day sale. Save 20% on our entire emblem inventory and receive a free bookmark with any purchase. Visit anointedbygrace.com for details. All right. Thank you. And thank you to all our sponsors that really believe in MGN Radio. We appreciate you. So we're chatting live with the positive mom, and we were talking about homeschooling and just spending time with your kids. Elena, I know a lot of people want to know this. Like, what motivates you? I mean, you were homeless, single mom, you know, you got yourself together, you're a key Latina influencer, but what motivates you and how do you stay motivated? Oh, that's a really great question. What motivates me is my faith. 
Um, I believe that God created us, you know, like you said, wonderfully and fearfully, but also purposely. So we are we have a divine purpose and a sacred responsibility and calling on this earth. So I believe that mine is to be a a catalyst for change in, in motherhood. So every day that I wake up, I know that I have the opportunity to create my life, but in the same, in the same way to inspire others and, and kind of be a trailblazer to, to teach others uh, what I learned from my mistakes because I make a lot of them, but also the successes that I that I have to share them with others. So, so I think that because of the pain that I went through, I found a purpose to to lead others. And you can't share what you don't have. So the self motivation fuels me to motivate other people. Awesome, and I see some some questions on the phone lines, and we're tweeting live with the Positive Mom as well as um, Dare to Aspire. But before I go to the question, I know there are a lot of working moms that listen to this show, you know, single moms, married moms. Any advice for those working moms, you know, that may be, you know, just struggling with, they, they want to do a good job at work, but they have so many family demands or they're torn between career, they want to leave their job and do full-time so they can spend more time with the family. You know, I, I, any advice for moms out there on how they can remain positive? Absolutely. I think, you know, that the main thing that we need to to think about is that we make the decisions and we the choices with what you we know and what we have. So basically, the choices that I'm making today are not the same choices that my mom made or that that I even made when I had my first baby 13 years ago. Uh, I know better and do better, like, um, uh, you know, they say. So basically, give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can with the resources, tools, and information that you have. And all you can do is enough. So don't beat yourself up. You're already better than you think you are. I actually just wrote a blog post about that because we tend to to think that everybody else has it all together and that, you know, the people that, that maybe don't have to work has it better. We're all struggling. The battles are different, but we're all in the same battlefield. And And I think that the key thing is you made the choice to work is because you knew deep inside that that was the right choice for your family at that time. And of course, I did the same thing. I didn't become an entrepreneur uh, from that moment of darkness. I, you know, gave myself time to understand that it was God's timing for, you know, to do it right now. So, so give yourself time. Give yourself credit. Forget the guilt and own your choices, and and know that if if that's what you're called to do right now, then that's fine. I, I don't believe in that you need to settle, but I also believe that risks must be uh, calculated, and they they need pondering and praying before before you take them. I love that. That's great. So we're going to go to the phone lines right now. Nine one nine. You got a question or comment for us? Thank you for tuning in. I am so glad I've made it on the air. I'm such a huge fan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hadn't heard 
um, about Ms. Fernandez um, until um, you um, were featuring her. And I've been on her blog and read about how she's a mom, pray, uh, praying mom. And um, I just have a couple of questions. And I'm still looking forward to seeing her at Dear to Aspire. Um, I have three questions. Um, could she Could she talk about curriculums for toddlers, like toddlers under three. Um, I know Tapestries of Grace is a Christian-based curriculum, but just wanted um, to get some insight there. Also, um, how she tackles meal prep, (laughs) you know, because being a a vegan mom isn't an easy thing, and a lot of recipes have honey and all kinds of stuff don't have. So just wanted to know how she manages that. And um, could she also talk about... um, prayer, um, you know, how she she ensures that she imparts that into her children. I know modeling is one of them. And one last question, does she have a media-free household while her children are, um, like, during the daytime? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was trying to write them down. We have such excited yeah. callers. So let, let's start with this. That's the quick one. Do you have a media-free home? I know a lot of moms say they don't want to watch the reality, the junk that's on TV. Do you have a media-free home, meaning no TV for your kids? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow, you do? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I actually quit um, um, watching TV uh, when Alicia was uh, really a little, like uh, an infant. So I haven't watched uh, regular television programming for over 12 years. So, yes, um, and they don't do video games either. So they do uh, use technology for other purposes, like learning and and creating, uh, but they do not watch television. Wow. I guess I guess you know that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Now, yeah. what what about how do you tackle meals? Like, because you're vegan, are your kids vegan? Like, how do you tackle preparing meals? Uh, that is a, that is a full question because actually it was my daughter, whom I at seven years old said to me, "Mom, I know that animals have feelings, and I don't want to eat anything that has a mom." <laughs> so. She is the one that started it all, um, and she's been vegan longer than I have been, than any of us have have been, and she inspired us to become vegan. So what I've done is to continue to cook meals. I I cook Dominican food uh, most of the time. So basically what I do is substitute a lot. So instead of just eating vegetables, you know, with lemon or anything like that, we actually take a, a traditional recipe and find the, what could be a substitute for that. And then we make it happen. So it's really yummy and it's it's varied. But stay tuned to my blog because I share recipes there. And I also take a lot of pictures on my Instagram feed of, this, of the food that I make. So I, I'm able to create and I actually love it. Um, it is um, really hard in the beginning I'm not going to lie, but then you get used to it and you become so creative and, and it becomes such a, a, a wonderful moment to share with your family because they get involved in the cooking and in the preparation. And, you know, there, there are a lot, there's a lot of adventure involved. 
Wow, that's great. And, yeah, please go to her blog, like um, thepositivemom.com, and you can follow her great blog. Time is flying. I want to get in some questions. I know the caller asked about a curriculum for mm-hmm. um, homeschooling. I don't know if you can recommend one, or does, do you want her to look at your blog? But do you have a curriculum that you use for homeschooling? Well, yes, and my kids were not in preschool when I started, but I know that that there are some options out there like ABC Mouse and uh, Time for Learning that are, um, you know, you can use on an app um, because those are kind of electronics that that you want to encourage. Um, But, uh, yes, follow my blog for Christian Friendly, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. So let's get into, um, speaking of blogs and books, um, you, you're a best-selling author. Um, can you share some tips for getting, pub- first of all, were you published, self-published, or did you have somebody publish for you? Well, I do both, and and basically that's one of the, the seven things that I teach women how to do from home um, is publishing their own books, and actually my daughters are best-selling authors, and they were published by a New York publisher. So um, so I have experience in both fields. But I think that the main thing about writing a book is, is just like anything else, start small. Um, so I'm going to give you three tips. Number one, write a title. Basically, what is the title of your book? And make it um, very specific about what it is that you're going to teach people. Um, so make it measurable, make it very specific. So if you're writing for women, make sure that you're mentioning that it's for women. If you're writing, uh, if you have three steps, you know, say that you have three steps. So very specific title. Then from there, create an outline. If you're going to have seven chapters, I would say, or ten, write down what each chapter would be about. And then start filling in the blanks, you know, answering the top ten questions or solving the top five problems in each chapter. And it's going to be, you know, really uh, chunk by chunk and little by little, and you can you can get it done faster that way than it, it is if you just start writing and then and then later on you you're going to break that down. And it's easier for editing. Um, of course, get a Get a, an editor so you can start writing and you can publish very, for very little money. But the investment that you're going to make, uh, make sure that it goes into the book cover so it is designed professionally and to the editors so that there are no misspellings and that the, the text flows and the copy really is quality copy because that's going to be the key to your book marketing. And, and start promoting, you know, start saying, I'm the upcoming author of X book and start telling people about it and engaging people in social media, um, serving with what kind of cover they like or, or if they like X title or the other title. And Because if you get them involved early on in the process, then they're, they'll be likely more likely to buy from you and to, and to read those stories and those that information that you have available for them because we it's all about serving the people, but if they don't know that you have this powerful message, they won't be able to get it. No, those are that's key key advice. Um, and, and 
Tina125 in the chat room said, what does it take to be a best-selling author? I guess what's the criteria? Because we hear that term a lot. I'm a best-selling author, da-da-da. Does it mean you sold 10,000 books, 100,000? What, what she wants to know, what does that mean? Well, uh, for time, uh, for the New, New York Times bestseller, I, I believe it's 25,000 copies. But um, okay. on Amazon, if you actually have a best-selling campaign, which, you know, I can help you how to do, uh, I can teach you how to do, um, if you have a best-selling campaign, it may take a thousand books or five thousand books but but it really uh, doesn't mean um that it is because of the quantity it is because of the massive power that you have that day and depending on whom you are competing so for example if you launch a book the same day that you know the last harry potter book is coming out let's just say um it's very unlikely that you're going to be at the top that day so you want to choose a strategy in which that assures that um, there's going to be a higher traction for your topic and that also the competition is low. Um, so if you're writing for, you know, like you think about Christmas, Mother's Day, um, when is you, when are people more likely to buy your book because of the topic that, that you're writing about? Great, great advice. We're on with Elena Fernandez, award-winning blogger, speaker, Latina, key influencer, just about her life and um, how you too can become a positive mom. Um, marketing is very important in blogging. Can you share some of your marketing tips that maybe other mom mompreneurs can use to get noticed and to also get their blog and their messages heard? Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, that the number one thing is to figure out your purpose. Why is it that you want to create what you want to create? Um, and whether it's the blog or, or you want to go straight to the book, you know, I have seven steps. The, the number one is the purpose because you want to be unquestionably clear on what it is that you value and what it is that, that you want to to be known for and the legacy that you want to leave behind. Number two, you want to determine the process. What comes first and what goes last? So, so you want to be able to package your knowledge, your skills, and your talent because if it's not packaged, you can't monetize it. For example, we, we all give advice to people that we love and we care about and even people at the grocery store or you know at the pharmacy, wherever, but uh, we don't package it as coaching. We cannot get paid for it. <laughs> so, so, so basically some of the things that we can get paid for we are already doing for free but since we don't have a package for it we don't have a label and we don't have a price so that, that is the second thing make sure that, that you get paid for what you do and love because it's not wrong and it's not selling out it's actually why God gave you that talent he wants you to prosper he wants you to have abundance he wants you to shine your light and that is all biblical. So, so there's no shame or guilt in charging for what you do. Actually, it is uh, people are going to take it more seriously and do something with it more uh, because it, there's a responsibility and accountability piece when they have paid for it. When you give it for free, maybe they won't follow up with 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 action. Um, 
the third thing is to to create a platform. And what that means is is kind of decide what what will make you memorable, how you're going to stay consistent and and how you're going to to create an image both online and offline uh so that people can start following you so like you know, on Twitter on Facebook, on Instagram, but also live. So, you know, figure out where and how you want to share your message so that people can share it with others Um, because you want to be knowing who's listening and and what they want to hear. Number four is publishing. So you want to write a a book or write a blog or write, uh, you know, just content marketing and getting visibility because that's also going to give you the credibility that you need. You don't need to um, have a Ph.D. to write a book. All you need is passion, a story that that is vulnerable that people can connect to, and tips on how they can go from point A to point B. Um, and then, of course, you want to do public speaking, which is the fifth B. And that is for really connecting with the audience and and using strategic tools and, and templates to make sure that people get your message and and they can feel um, that your story is genuine. Um, the sixth thing is press. So you want to make sure that you have a media page on your blog or, or, or your website, um, that you are friendly with the media so you can give them, this is, uh, these are my quotes that I say, this is my bio, these are the the uh, awards that I've won, this is where I've been published before, this is what I'm trying to do. So basically make sure that you say that you're available for interviews, um, show that you're interested in partnering with the media uh, because press and publicity create credibility that you need to, to, to make money. Uh, and last but not least is number seven, it's partnerships. So you want to make sure that you are partnering with people that are like-minded, that um, share the same values but have different uh, products than you. So, for example, um, the people that are speaking at the Dare to Aspire conference, we all share the same passion, moms and mompreneurs, and and we want to help women uh, achieve their full potential. We offer different stories and different perspectives and different products and different different point of view. So you want to partner with those people that have the same heart and the same mind but different products and that you can maximize your impact and your influence and your income. I love, I mean, I told everybody to get a piece of paper and a pencil to listen to you. And I can't wait to hear you speak at our fifth year to aspire. I think people are really, really going to learn a lot about being a positive mom. And it's going to really, really be great. Time is flying, Elena. <laughs> and I mean, I could talk to you all night. But um, I did yeah. want to get in just a couple more questions before we wrap up the show. Um, are there any. Um, challenges that you faced, um, you know, along the way, because now we're looking at you, you're a key influencer, you're on all these shows and conferences, but were there any, like, besides the homelessness, just like maybe in writing your blog or something, are there any challenges, and, like, how do you deal with those challenges? Oh, my goodness, every single day. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, you know, it's it's not that we don't have challenges anymore. When I say happily ever after, it means that I choose to be happy in spite of the challenges. So, um, you know, one of the things that, like, when I first started and uh, before I quit my job, and I I felt the calling to quit my job and to quit my nine to five, and I didn't feel like I was ready because I I had what I call the insecurity and security syndrome. So I had the security paycheck. I didn't want to give up that security. And then I had the insecurity of what was going to happen in the future because I couldn't predict it. So it took, you know, it takes a, a leap of faith sometimes and, and kind of surrendering to to what you know to be true to take that, that, that next step. And that happens to me a lot. And I, I would probably exaggerate if I say every day, but maybe so in a, in a, greater or smaller scale because I live by faith and I think that every journey starts with a step and so every step that I take I it requires a lot of prayer it requires a lot of strength and of course you know I'm recently remarried and have a gorgeous uh, baby who is 20 months old and I'm telling you I didn't have gray hair until she came to the picture <laughs> wow, congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I never wow. colored my hair. So it's, it really sticks out. And so basically, you know, it's, all, it's starting all over again. And, and it's like I, you think you forget uh, all the struggles of, of having a toddler, of having a baby. Um, and, and really, you know, it's such a joy, but everything that – that it gives us joy also gives us struggle because it is it is an opposition, like I said. So um, getting remarried, I've had to kind of blend this family, and of course it's really tough to do that, but I also am grateful that I have an amazing supportive partner uh, whom I love and, and totally adores me. But of course there are challenges as, as a you know, as a as a couple, and and we have to talk it out and 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 navigate those issues. So basically, everything is a struggle, but in the same sense, everything is a joy. So just focus on the joy. And, and one thing that I have to say is that I always compare being a positive mom with drowning, because. If you think about it, nobody drowns because they fall in the water. They drown because they they stay they stay there and then those don't swim out. So we all have those drowning moments in our lives, in our daily lives. Sometimes a lot in one day, but it is our decision to stand up in the water or to swim out that makes the difference. It is how we react. It is what we decide to do. It is our choices that determine our circumstances. Powerful, powerful. That was just, that was wonderful, Elena. That was really wonderful. Um, And thank you so much. We play this game. We're coming to the end. Oh, and before before we, we kind of 
and kind of end the show, I just wanted to ask you, um, you know, quickly, if you have any, a lot of people want to know how do you balance being a wife, a mom, homeschooling mom, vegan mom, entrepreneur, your travel schedule, like how do you balance, like how do you balance that all? Well, I, I think that the main thing is to be clear about your top five passions or your top five values, your top five priorities. Our brain can only process seven bits of information at a time, and we create this long list of things that we want that we get lost and sidetrack and, and chase our tail, like, you know, or, or have, like, the hamster wheel. So basically, if we have five things that we can focus on, then it becomes doable and chewable for us. Um, so that's the first thing is be unquestionably clear about your top five. And then there's a formula that I have that helps me balance that. So, you know, for example, my five things are God, family, my relationship, then mentoring women, and, and then, you know, really uh, being uh, a master teacher uh, and giving is, is the other one, being able to contribute. So basically I have this formula. And number one is I ask myself when I get an invitation or a request or or I have to make a choice, is this in alignment with my top five passions or priorities? So, for example, if you get invited, if I get invited to a birthday party, for example, on a Sunday, um, I can ask myself, is this in alignment with, with my passions? Well, no, because on Sunday I go to I go to church and I, you know, observe my Sabbath. So basically, um, I immediately know to say no to that. And the second step is when you say some no to something, you're saying yes to something else. So I immediately know that basically if I say yes to the birthday party, I say no to God. But if I say no to the birthday party, I'm saying yes to God. So it gives you a kind of a, a different perspective um, because I'm not going to feel guilty when I am saying yes to the things that truly matter to me. And so the third thing is, will I feel joyful or will I feel guilty when I do this? So you kind of go into the future and decide, you know, if I go here, I'm going to feel tired, I'm going to be drained, I'm not going to be present with my family, which is my passion, but if I say no, Maybe I'll be relieved that I didn't go. Maybe I'll feel energized. So basically that empowers you to do what matters to you and to and to spend your time in what matters to you. Quickly, the third one, I don't want to not say this one, Tosi, because it's so important. As women, I have been there. We don't take enough time for ourselves. And so the next tip that I have is to nurture yourself first. And I have an acronym for first because those are the five things that we need to take care of. The F is for feelings. The I is for interactions. The R is for rest, like sleeping. <laughs> the, S, the S is for self-care, so, you know, caring for your body, caring for your mind. Um, that could be going, you know, and getting your nails done, but it could mean drinking water, getting your exercise, or it could mean just uh, praying and meditating. Uh, and the T is for time alone. 
I am a social butterfly, so I never thought that I needed that time to recharge. And after I have taken, even if it's a five-minute, you know, vacation, I call it five-minute vacation because I can go into my bathroom and, and close my eyes and imagine that I'm at the beach relaxing, and that energizes me. Or, or you could take a power nap and, and be alone, or you can read a book. But make sure that you're taking the time to recharge and refuel because the best gift that you can give the people in your life is a better you, is a happier you, is a more joyful you. Excellent, excellent. And, oh, my God, time is ending. We're going to play this game, Um, Elena. We're just going to say five words. You say the first thing that comes to your mind. It's not planned. You don't know the words. Just go with (laughs) it, okay? Latina. Okay. Latina. Heritage. Positive mom. Power. Vegan. Nature. Natural hair. Hair yum. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and blogger. <laughs> blogger. I'm going to say legacy. Wow, wow. You did well. Da, 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 da. Wow, <laughs> this has been so much fun, Elaine. I can't wait to see you in, you know, around 30 days in Atlanta at our Dare to Aspire conference. You have been so helpful and you're so wise. And I hope our listeners, you know, who listen to the show now, it's recorded, or later, really take away your wisdom nuggets. Please tell our listeners how to get in touch with you, um, please, how they can contact you. Oh, thank you so much. I am so blessed and honored to have been your guest and to share with everyone. If you want to learn more about what I do and, and ask me any questions, go to thepositivemom.com. I have links on the top right that connect you to all of my media channels. And on the contact page, you have my all of my contact information. So make sure that you talk to me and tell me what you're feeling and, and ask me any question. I'm here to serve you. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, and happy Mother's Day to you, Elena, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you for being on MGM Radio. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 